You know, when I was a kid, I had a pet frog. What? Just give me a second. Let me tell you this, okay? I had this pet frog. His name was Froggy. He was my best friend in the whole world. The only thing I ever loved. And then I met you and Roger. And you guys really looked after me a lot more than you really had to. I'm terrible to you, Leo. No, no. It's okay. It's okay. You're my family and my friends. You're not better friends than Froggy. You're just different. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 128, and today we're talking about Lethal Weapon 4. The fourth one, not the first, second, third. Now in Boone. But the fourth one. Uh, I am Sean Arad, and joining me tonight is Andrew Talk to the Hand Jimison. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Cornelius Mazeltoff, Logan. I'm getting too black for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're too black for this? <laughs> I figured that was the entirety of Murtaugh's existence. No, oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, Sam, it's fried rice, you plick vector. Oh! Dude, you took my little saying away from me. I knew you were going to do that, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I, I, I had it ready and everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead then. No, you're not. You, it's fried ice, you bleak. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how funny. Uh, there you I go. I heard that scene. I thought Sam must be salivating. <laughs> enough, enough oh, hey, I understood him. An opportunity yeah. to insult the the Asians. All right, who who haven't we insulted in this great world of ours yet? Um, nice, Sam. Uh, they don't live in Michigan. I'll tell you that much. Vinegar strokes. <laughs> um, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into the show. Um, cool. So this is two thousand, uh, not two thousand, nineteen ninety eight. Lethal Weapon wow. 4, starring the Mel Gibson. and 20 years ago. That's crazy. I know, right? Uh, with your Danny what? Glover and your Joe Pesci. He, Who? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, has, he has finally made an episode of the podcast where when someone says, oh, Joe Pesci, we're actually probably meaning Joe Pesci. Yeah. Um, so how many episodes did it take for him to, to make an appearance? 128. <laughs> Which so. is surprising considering he's in quite a bit. Right, and 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 some bad movies, and we've done a lot of bad movies. So Absolutely. Yeah. Um <laughs> it actually is kind of surprising we haven't done more of his, truth be told. Uh so I think this is like our what second, third, this is our third Mel Gibson movie with yep. your Maverick and your uh um your pay your payback, not paycheck, Andrew. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. No, not Andrew. It was Chad. It was. Really I do like funny. the fact that the movie titles "Payback, Not Paycheck." Yeah. And paychecks, paycheck, not payback. Right. I got them screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Even I screwed up the titles. Um, 
Uh, second Danny Glover movie, I think Shooter was our other one. Um, oh, we saw oh, yeah. Saw as well. Where he oh, had the crazy right. lisp. Yeah, yeah, he did have that weird lisp in, in Shooter. But that's right, we did see Saw. Yeah. Where he you was in. Yeah, that joke didn't get old at all that night. Not at all. We didn't use that a, a, a bit. But uh, that, so. this is definitely our first Chris Rock movie. Um, right? That's not um, Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've done anything. We haven't done... Yeah, he, he ended up not being in Adam Sandler's thing, did he? That we watched. Uh, uh, no, he wasn't in The Ridiculous Six. Okay. Um, but I'm sure there's some sort of stand-up that could have been inserted... <sighs> Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Somebody right, cracks was, a whip. It sounded like a gunshot. That was my ice machine. Sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it sounded really violent. Well, I figured if we're talking to doing a lethal weapon movie, that should be gunshots and explosions every couple yeah, of All the time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Explodium. It's the 90s. What else can you expect? Yeah. Yeah. All of those vehicles I, that got hit by trains were full of explodium, weren't they? Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I uh, Because those of you who have been. Uh, patiently going through this whole thing we call a podcast uh well no i uh my movies are based on one-liners explosions and that's about it so as long as those two <laughs> things happen i'm a pretty happy guy so that should give you an indication of <laughs> how pleased i was with this movie right well so in case you're wondering god that movie's old 20 years old i have no idea what the hell lethal weapon 4 is fortunately we have andrew here to tell us more about it with personal crises and age weighing in on them. <laughs> well, that was, what? Uh, was that, that a was question very... mark? <laughs> 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 weighing in well, on them? <laughs> Let's try that once again. Yes, please. Okay. With personal crises and age weighing in on them, LAPD officers Riggs and Murtaugh must contend with a deadly Chinese crime lord trying to get his brother out of prison. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. That's pretty much the movie. I think that sums it yeah. up pretty well. It kind, um, of, it kind of spoils a little bit, I would think. A little but bit. Yeah, sure. Um, has anyone not seen this before? Okay, good. Um, crickets. Yeah, crickets, crickets. Good. Uh, <laughs> I would so, hope not. You know, with our taste in, in movies, this should be a no-brainer. Yeah, this is right up, I think, all of our alleys. And this was uh, actually requested by listener Alan, who was on the uh, Batman episode. Right. Batman v Superman episode a little while ago. He said, hey, they're all streaming, so do the fourth one. I said, okay. Uh, that's how this works, ladies and gentlemen. You request a movie, and we do it. As much yeah, as we, We're like that. As much as we may love or hate the movie. So yeah, it, Even that uh, anonymous listener who uh, we, we may or may not know who requested... Uh, Final Girl. What was... Yeah, Final Girl. Yeah. You know, we did it. We did. We certainly did. And yeah. though we yeah. we we totally ripped that movie honest. a new one. Uh, her name is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and her phone number and address. No. Um, so no. Whoever uh, she is, she's a tool. <laughs> um, so anyway, we uh, yeah. So seriously, listeners, send us your movie request. We'll do it. We're, you know, I mean, heck, all you gotta oh, do, to, all you gotta do is get on the show is to donate twenty five bucks to our GoFundMe account. Slash cheap tick reviews. So clearly we are all... Or slash all, Sam's um, tires. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. If you just do that, what? then we'll get you on. No, don't do oh. that. That's mean. Uh, don't slash his tires because that's like a monetary whatever. Just like deflate them because that yeah. just makes him yeah. late for work and pisses him off. Um, There's no such thing somehow, as late to work. But somehow and, I think being late to work won't actually affect him. Well, 
I could get the feeling Sam was rolling and be like, hey. I, w- I will say this. One of my favorite things of all time, and I hope I remember this forever, was Sam, it was one of your first, I think it was like your first year at your uh, current job where you were actually teaching in front of people. And yeah. I, I called, you, called you, called you, just called you, just, just, just to call you one day, and you, you forgot to put your phone on silent. And like you were like five minutes in the beginning of your lecture, and all of a sudden, the was, you had me as the Star Trek theme or something on your phone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that starts yeah. playing, and and so you call me back like an hour later. You're like, freaking call me right at the beginning, and I forgot to turn my phone on silent. So that was uh, one of my happiest memories. I'm, be- I'm basically learn? immune at this point. So. <laughs> yeah, at this point you are. Yeah. yeah, I've got immunity. That's pretty cool. Um, it's not bad. It's not. It's not a, a, a bad thing to have at a job. Well, no, that's that's actually pretty accurate. Uh, job security is good. Um, you know who doesn't have job security? That would be Murdoch. Jet Lee. Oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> he got a piece of rebar through the belly. Um, so Ouch. let's do our initial our initial thoughts as we do. Um, again, we've all seen this. So uh, Andrew, lead us off as you always do. Well, you as you always have for the last twenty eight episodes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I have to feel uh, like I have to throw in that qualifier, but anyway, it's okay. Uh, all right. So uh, when this came out. I was in eighth grade, and this was the first um, kind of not. I don't. What, what was this rated? Is this rated R? Oh, it's very, very R. Oh yeah. We, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That will this be was, an example later on in the clips. <laughs> okay, this I think was the first rated R movie I was ever allowed to watch, hmm. um, and my dad and mom watched it with me, and of course my little brother was not allowed to watch it, but uh, we. Uh, all I, mean, I can sit there. I can remember us sitting there, laughing our heads off at this movie, uh, and just the, uh, I guess the bromance between pretty much everybody on screen, uh, yeah. minus Jet Li, um, <laughs> was it was just it was just something fun to watch. And back then, it was to me really cool because I was seeing my first rated R movie. Uh, in the safety of my own home, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and it was seeing something that my my dad and my mom, I guess, had seen the previous films and knew the backstory, and this was kind of my immersion into the Lethal Weapon series. And so, um, as for the movie itself, uh, it does pretty much hold up. I think uh, it still has its moments, but it's really fun with watching it with the. Uh, CSR glasses patented. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. We, <laughs> I think we'll come away with it with some different views than, than just what I had in eighth grade. But uh, there were some things I noticed that, hey, this is kind of really cheesy. And it, was, it wasn't cheesy the first time I saw it because I didn't, wasn't analyzing it. But, yeah. Uh, but I still had fun watching it. It was a, it was a fun movie. Oh. I've probably seen this. Uh, seven or eight times. It's a, it's a pretty good film. Um, before Corny, you go. I want to take the moment and ask the question of all of you. Um, do you guys? Uh, Andrew obviously just answered it, which made me think of it. Do you remember the first rated R movie your parents let you watch, or you watched on your own when your parents weren't home? Uh, as soon as Andrew said that, I yes, I I uh, I know the first one I watched. Yeah, what was that? Is it a uh, Biblical's cop? Oh, okay. How cool is that? Is uh, that kind of why it became your favorite? No, I, I don't. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, it was your favorite for a long so. time, but yeah, it was. But, uh, then 
the Scott the Pilgrim happened, but yeah. musings of Michael Sarah have taken me away. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I was just thinking about it. I was like, I watched Beverly Hill Cops maybe when I was ten, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you know, when? And so I go back. It's eighty four, and I'm going. I was freaking six. The hell, man. About eighty four. Wow, know. dude. No, no, no. I mean, not like I watched it when I was six. Oh, okay. I'm I sorry. hear you. Six. Wow, that's really young. I, I just Rated remember R, that being one of those. Well, you know, I just yeah. run off and, you yeah. know, back in those days, you could just run off and do whatever you want. So as long as I'm being quiet, well, no power to me. Yeah, I guess. Sam, do you remember yours? Oh, yeah. And, and it was, uh, I was going to use it part of my, my thing here. Um, the funny thing is that this film, the Lethal Weapon series, has two things. It was the first rated R movie I ever saw was le- the original Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that had the first sex scene I ever saw, which had boobies in them. Is there one in that Um, one? I know there's one in the second one. Yeah, either one of the two, I remember. Yeah, the second one is when he's he's having sex with the hot blonde in the trailer. Mm -hmm. And then the trailer gets all shot to hell afterwards. Sure, that's not the first one. I thought that was the first one because then he goes on a rampage. Yeah. So, okay. So, but he he has sex with the blonde who... um, because that's the the guy from the Mighty Ducks is the one he, he ended up uh, <laughs> killing her. Yeah, well, it's, so, whatever but, that so one is. So maybe the shooting of the trailer was the first one. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was my first radar movie. And then, of course, uh, Lethal Weapon 4, I think I've mentioned it before on this uh, podcast, was my very first DVD I ever bought. Really? I think I don't. you might have mentioned it. I've forgotten that. That's cool. Yeah. I I that was one of the first ones that I bought, yeah. I, re- I remember yeah. mine, too. Mine was... Um, I'm slightly ashamed of this, but it was gone in 60 seconds. Don't be ashamed of that. Yeah. That is a great movie. <laughs> I, I, at the time, I loved it. Um, oh, man, I watched that movie for like five days in a row. It was awesome. <laughs> My second one was <laughs> Romeo Must Die with Jet Li. Um, I actually, uh, this was the first one I was allowed to watch, mm-hmm. but the first one I ever watched was Leprechaun. Ooh. And I was probably... Ah. Oh, you got to see Jennifer Aniston, though. Oh, yeah. I was probably... I know I was in elementary school. Uh, it got to be like fifth grade, fourth grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like ninety four. The the now. first one where my dad was like, I, I I was young. I don't remember the age, but I was young enough that I still needed a babysitter. So my parents were having like adult, you know, you know, double date whatever with the friends, and I had to go upstairs and hang out with a sixteen year old daughter. So I was probably like eight. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no. Because I mean, oh, she was on the no. phone the whole time and it was annoying and whatever. And she was <laughs> she was watching, she was listening to the cassette tape of the Dirty Dancing. Like over and over and over again. So like I hate that song because of this experience. But I walked downstairs at the beginning of the movie and then dad said, if you want to stay and watch, that's fine. You have to watch it with us. It was the second Alien movie, Aliens. Ooh. Um, huh. Yeah, that movie actually kind of messed me up, man. That movie was Good terrifying, job, dude. That that's a rough movie. To yeah, start with. Good lord. Yeah, it really so, is. yeah, exactly. Um, I think I don't. I, Mom was not there, so that might have been why. Uh, but then the then, um, but again, I didn't really yeah. stay the whole time because it kind of scared me. So I guess really my first one when I sat all the way through with Dad would have been Die Hard. Yeah. So yeah, I still <laughs> have not been able to go to space. Uh, after watching Aliens, it just—I just can't handle it. You can't go to space. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, is because of Aliens, not for any yeah. other reason. <laughs> no, no other reason other than, 
you know, my my rational fear of uh, those those aliens Pick, picking yep. up a a uh, okay. That's an interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting fear. Um, yeah. Sorry, so I, I kind of hijacked the show there, but that was an interesting <laughs> little thing I wanted. I wanted to ask you guys because there are certain kind of steps in our lives, like like um, moments in our lives that I think we all remember. You know, um, um, like do you guys remember the first movie you ever saw in the theater? I do. Yes. What was yours, oh. Sam? Mine was the Vel- uh, not the Velveteen the, Rabbit. The, the, ori- oh, the original called? showing of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No, you know, it was that 10 second of the train coming in black and white. No, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, the no. original version of uh, Citizen Kane. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was actually going uh, even older. Um, the one where they do the, the rocket to the moon. Yeah, well, no, yeah. that's that's getting there, too. Yeah. That's getting to old rabbit. It had rabbits in it. It's a cartoon. It's not Velveteen. It's a really sad one where they get hit by cars. Watership oh. down. Oh, jeez. That was my... That was my first in night. Oh my God, that was in 1978. How'd that happen? <laughs> you were born, I was like, man. <laughs> I was like one. Maybe I. Was, wow. Yeah, I remember being. I rem, specifically remember the rabbits getting hit by cars. Hmm. In the theater. So maybe it was like a, like a matinee showing of like you know, yeah, hey, it was come like and a dollar bring, theater or something. Yeah. yeah. Bring your kid and whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, Corny or Andrew, you guys remember? Dick Tracy. Nice. Ah. That's kind of a gr- yeah. that's kind of oh. a grown up movie too. Yeah, I was in I was in kindergarten actually or first grade. It was between I think it was that summer between kindergarten and first grade, and my mom got free tickets and somehow she got a yellow Dick Tracy hat. Uh, Dick Tracy hat, uh, and I, I the reason I remember it so well is because we got a flat tire on the way to the theater, and we missed like the first ten minutes of the movie. Oh, uh, but. Uh, that was he's an alien. my first, <laughs> and it was uh, my first experience with where I thought that I might uh, hang out with a girl, like uh, because it was this girl that I w- was in my class, and my mom said, "Yeah, so and so is coming with us," and I was like, "Oh, awesome!" And then she didn't come. Oh, so that stood up. Yeah, nice. I my first stood up in kindergarten. My, was good. my first movie date was in first grade with Andrea Jackson in Florida and we went and saw Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh cool. Uh the the one for me when it was my friends were like, "Hey, let's go watch a movie in the theater." And my parents were like, "Okay, you guys can go." was uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2: The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> so <laughs> um all fun times. Anyway, uh back to this movie. Uh Corny, your initial thoughts, sir. Um, well, like I said before, uh, it has explosions, a hell of a lot of explosions. Yeah. And <laughs> the um, first 10 minutes is nothing but an explosion. <laughs> it is good, cheesy nineties nostalgia. Oh God. Okay. Sorry. Something came up. Oh, that's what she said. Well, Sam just <laughs> Sam just to make sure that we're all nice and depressed, just put an image from that that movie, Waters. What is it called Watership Down? Watership Downs. Yeah. Like, what am I okay. looking at? Is that's that like... a dog eating a rabbit. Wow, one that's, of the characters. That's terrifying. My parents, parents took me to that people. thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> it explains a lot. Sam. Sorry. Yeah. Well. No. So. Uh, okay. You can leave it there. So I'll just keep me. Uh, keep me grounded for this, this movie. Um, 
I really don't have much to say other than it's just good 90s cheese. Um, all I can do is, dear God, Sam, why? Well, well, okay, hold on. Watership Down was a TV show. It wasn't a movie. No, there was a, there was a movie, Watership Down. Yep. Set in an idyllic rural landscape of southern England, the adventure tale follows a band of rabbits on their flight from the intrusion of man and the certain destruction of their home. Um, yep. There's a TV miniseries. Wait, and uh, yeah, that can't be. This can't be it because it's got John Boyega in it from friggin' Star Wars. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it had John Hurt, Richard Briers. No, the one I was looking at looks like uh, a new one. Water. This. Yeah, Watership Down. Okay, 1978. Yeah, they're coming out with a yeah. new one. Oh, God. Don't take your kid to it. Well, I mean... I swear. Uh, no, although nowadays, they probably won't do the same geez. type of things that they did. Yeah, John Hurt. So, <laughs> you know, it's freaky. A group of rabbits flee their doomed warren and face many dangers to find and to protect their new home. It's got a 7.7 yeah, you, on you, the IMDb. Yeah, you think? Yeah, they get run over. They get eaten by dogs. They, yeah... Cats get them. They're just, it's like, it's freaking um, Jurassic Park for rabbits. You know, they're the, just kind of. Here's the tagline um, All of the world will be your enemy, prince of a thousand <laughs> enemies, and when they catch you, they will kill you, but first, they must catch you. Jesus. Yeah, see, and my parents, that's, I can't believe I remember that stuff, but it was. Considered to be the most violent animated PG film ever made, (laughs) according to the trivia. Yeah. The British board. I I, I would love to hear, if any listeners have ever seen this this movie, I'd love to hear their take on it too, because it is freaking, if you do not ever. Ever, please, folks, don't don't submit your kids to this. The British Board because... of Film Classification is still receiving complaints about this film after it was made almost forty years ago. Yeah, and you guys, I sent two pictures from the movie. Yeah, two, two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I want to, and I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll post those on our Facebook site or something like that. But uh, it's a, uh, it's a freaky freaking movie. It, it should not be PG-13. Or PG. Or PG, sorry. Yeah. Well, in 78, they didn't have PG-13 at the time, but they probably would have. Yeah. This sorry, film was popular with you. adults who attended late-night screenings. What the hell? <laughs> What's wrong with you people? All right, sorry. Um, what do you mean, sorry, you sorry, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to do that to you, Corny. No. My bad. Jeez. I'm kind of scarred now. I'll definitely make sure Sarah never sees that. <laughs> Um, so whose who's turn was it, Corny? You were talking about explosions and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say, but I, I do have an interesting point I'd to bring up. Please. I think our first movie in the theater has kind of shaped us as people. Okay. Think about this right. Okay, so Andrew, you know, you said you saw Dick Tracy, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I kind of see the uh, suave, debonair superhero coming out of you. Uh, Sean, you saw uh, <laughs> a Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. and then, so, you know, uh, always, uh, always trying to be funny with uh, a little bit of seriousness here and there. And then uh, Sam, you watched uh, quite possibly one of the most demented things ever <laughs> seen by a kid, <laughs> and you just 
and your evil can't be contained. So I don't think I think I'm oh, sorry. I, I do think I have something going on here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I watched, but damn it, it wasn't that movie. What, what was yours, Corny? I already forgot. What was yours? Yeah. You said. Oh, I don't. I don't even remember what I saw. I oh. mean, it was for a girl, so that makes sense. Um, well, what was the first one you remember then? What's just the one? I mean, you have to have a memory at some point, right? Or no? You just the next no, thing I just you don't do, remember. Yeah, you were just, just you were in a, high school and you were watching movies with girls. Pretty much. Um, I don't remember much. Um, well, not, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. I have spotty parts in my memory because of mm-hmm. a concussion. Oh. So I can't really pull. Sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. Although I, when people say, hey, do you remember him? No, I don't. Not okay. at all. <laughs> Nice. Sure that makes them feel awesome. Then I punch him in the dick and walk away. Like, leave, leave me alone. <laughs> but you'll never forget me. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, maybe I did watch that movie too, and my brain is trying to protect me. Oh, yeah. Sam, seriously. The, why would you ever watch that? The scariest that? Like, cartoon I ever I, watched. I We're, was subjected to it. I was not. The, I will say I this. The, the scariest cartoon I remember watching, the one that actually kind of freaked me out, was Secret of Nim. Oh Lord, yeah. That's kind of a grown-up cartoon movie, and yeah, with the, um, the rats with the fingers, like they're long. Yeah, well, and they're killing each other, freaking having sword fights and killing each other, and the yeah. the owl with the head and, and Nicodemus, and like the Secret of Them is is kind of a dark movie. Yeah, if, if you've anyone else has seen it, like I like my coffee, strong and black with strong a dark, spoon, no in black it. with a spoon in it. Yeah, man, it's been a while <laughs> since we had an Eddie Izzard moment. Uh, I guess, um, yeah, Sam, on to your initial thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I say Lethal Weapon 4 was my first DVD, and it was, but it, it was only because it was the only one available at the store I went to. Nice. nice. Um, and I was desperate to to actually use my brand new spanking DVD player that I just bought. Ooh, spanking. Um, but that does not mean that I don't like this movie. This is a fun as heck movie. Um, and uh, it's over the top. Um, I love the dynamic that everybody has. You could tell they had fun filming this thing. And you could tell that everybody genuinely seemed to like each other, except, of course, Jet Li. Um, that might have been a language barrier um, at that time or whatever. But um, it's a fun little flick. It's got Explodium. It's got car chases. It's got people fighting in mobile homes. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> It's a heck of a fun movie, and um, you know if you're looking for an action flick, this actually has some good uh, good moments in it and some good uh, good ideas, I guess you could say. Um, certainly, there are some. Um, oh God, what is it called when you get just a, a plot resolution um, all of a sudden? It's a God, no, a uh, an ex machina? No, you ex machina. Yeah, like an ex machina. Like the no. uh, at the very beginning on the ship, um, when the ship passes their little fishing boat, you know, it just happened to be in the. Well, right that's place not ex machina. Time. That's um, uh, what is that? Um, plot hole. No, it's okay. like when a, you, I know what you're talking about. It's like when a, yeah. a, a convenience factor or something like that. Or I can't. Yeah. You know, I know what you're talking about. My brain's not working either. Yeah, and there's a lot of that in this movie. Um, Lord knows okay. I've I've followed Sean. For hours in the car, and I can, <laughs> I can never get him where a train is about to come, and I can push him onto the tracks. I've tried day after day after day, you know. Every time he's in his car, I'm right behind him, but I still just can't seem to get the timing down right. That's that's actually impressive so. because I live my uh, the city of Lowell is actually flanked 
by two train tracks that are I know that are actually pretty heavily used. Um, so that's, that's it's, it's almost more impressive that you haven't had that opportunity than the fact that you haven't succeeded. <laughs> but that happens twice in this movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's little stuff like that, that if you start questioning a little bit of the timing of things, yeah. it, it gets, it falls apart pretty quickly, Yeah. but it's fun. It's hard not to laugh. Um, you root for the, these guys. Um, the fights are a little, uh, nineties ish. I, yeah. I guess you could say, especially yeah. with my CSR I'll, 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 glasses on. Um, yeah. Lots, lots of punching. Um, lots of uh, what do you call that? You're slapping meat. Wait. Wait. No, maybe not. Maybe, maybe <laughs> no, not no, slapping that's, meat. The, that's the, something the, we do. When, yeah, when you're talking about, you're talking about yeah. the sound design, right? When you, yeah, when the, yeah, 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 yeah. When they're doing the foley, foley work. work, where they're the foley work. The guys are actually in a meat locker <laughs> punching a slab of ribs. Yeah, I know what you're talking about yeah. breaking celery yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that there, and I. Hands down, Jet Li would have killed everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even I mean, close. there is no <laughs> doubt in my mind. He doesn't give them a chance. Though Both of them would have been dead very quickly had they not had, had it been in, not been in the script. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. You know, in the script, it says, slow down, Jet Li, and don't kick, you know, don't punch their heads through their anus. You know, no. it's just, it just, all of a sudden, you know, it's like they get these superpower, superpowers against uh, Jet Li, and that kind of, this, especially this time, really got to me. Um, after we've watched our kick flicks that we've had on here yeah. and what we know Jet Li can do, yeah. um, I uh, kind of went over my head, but I enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I, I'm anxious to, to hear what you guys think as well, I, especially as we dissect some of this stuff. Right. <clears throat> um, I, I actually thought in that particular moment when I first watched it, I was like, oh, they're actually going to walk away. Like, they actually realized... <laughs> He's gonna kill us. Like we need to leave, or they were gonna pull Indiana Jones and just shoot him, or something like that. The fight scene that we got, I the first time I saw it, I was like, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, so to to answer my my own little question is like, does this movie hold up? I think it does. I had such fun with this. Yeah. Um, I really did. Um, and we've mentioned it before on the show. There are sometimes movies just catch me in the right day, in the right <laughs> mood. I was rolling. I mean, I was in tears. I, I captured a couple of clips that just, they just got me. And um, and I'm right there with you, Sean. I, I just started back to work after the summer, and it, it's been a busy, crazy day. And I watched it in several parts today. But it was like, it was the aspirin I needed for the headache that I was having. Sure. Um, and that's what that's what great about that's what's great about film and movies itself is that it can do that you know it can it can take us back almost you know eighteen years to where we're watching this movie and 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 <laughs> and where it worked because again the stuff in the that that worked then still worked now I mean we're it's funny they're making fun of cell phones because they're getting so tiny and now like cell phones it's all about how big can your phone be you know and, oh um, yeah like I. The stunt work still worked for me. Like I was still impressed with they had some dude on a table on the highway. Like that was real. Yeah, yeah. So like that stunt work was cool and worked for me. And um, the uh, the the we'll say this: the dialogue in the movie is funny because it felt like no one ever finished a sentence. <laughs> 
Um, and and Mel Gibson. Okay, 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 okay. okay well, not okay. even just that. I mean, I guess actually the clip that I played at the beginning of the movie, which is like the most deep, real, somber moment of the entire movie. Um, um, yeah, that's like that's the only time clip. where you get. Which is yeah, which is what the movie's all about. But I, I wanted, I actually kind of wanted to start us out on that. I don't know why I just did, but like that's like the only time you get like a full sentence out of anyone, because like when when Mel Gibson goes to or Riggs goes to the uh, um, what's your name the, the therapist, he keeps trying to tell her like real stuff and she keeps interrupting him and and he's like well, <laughs> well yeah but um uh, and and then even when he sells her out in front of everyone, it still doesn't feel like he's actually completing sentences. It's just so funny, like everything, <laughs> and like everything is like under the breath, you know. Oh, wish, oh, wish I had a thing. Oh, 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 I gotta go find more ammo. Oh, here we go. It's all of it's like that, and and it's funny. And I'm gonna call myself a hypocrite on this. When Mel Gibson does it, it's funny, and I love it. When Jesse Eisenberg does it with long hair, I hate it. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Actorist. Uh, sure, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Both why I can't call you racist. But like, yeah. but I guess, but I like Jesse Eisenberg doing it in the social network. I don't know. It's just, maybe Andrew's it right. Almost, maybe I'm just it, biased against that, that movie. What, what? It almost felt um, uh, improvised. Yeah, I'm sure some of it might have been. Um, yeah. And Mel Gibson's probably good at that. I didn't read anything. There was nothing in the trivia that any of it was, but it wouldn't surprise me because. But Mel Gibson's kind of done that in a lot of his movies, where he just kind of, he just kind of I, makes I, these I, little, I yeah, he just kind of does that and just kind of says these little things, whatever. I, I would bet you mixing sound for him is probably a nightmare because he's always talking under his breath. Um, and that was kind of <laughs> hard actually to 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 hear. I had to have the volume on my TV cranked really high to hear the when they were having like the serious conversations. Um, I don't know if you guys That's had because that there's so many explosions and, and loud <laughs> bullet yeah. firing going on. Anytime there's a serious conversation in this movie, it's during some sort of a uh, attack. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's the first time I've noticed that in, yeah. the, in this is watch was, Oh, okay. Well, they're in another firefight. Okay. They're going to have to talk to yeah, each other. We need, now. To have a, we need to have a serious conversation. <laughs> Come on, where's the money coming from? Are you boinking that author? No, I'm not boinking her. It's Trish. So you are boinking her. Yeah, I'm boinking her. <laughs> <laughs> um, like they kind of had that that same uh, uh, argument in the middle of a serious situation, like um, Dirk and uh, who's it's from? Uh, Sahara. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, where have you been? Uh, what took you so long? I stopped for coffee. Did you get a receipt? Yeah, I got you one. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, only in yeah. that they're just making fun of each other as opposed to trying to have a real conversation. Um, but no, I like this movie a lot. Uh, and it's actually going to be hard-pressed for me to actually you know, disagree. Now, I remember when it first came out, I remember it being less, more silly than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a... Bunch, I mean, just a big difference between the first one and this one. Yeah, like yeah. the first one's not really buddy cop. You know, like it, the first one, I remember it being serious and kind of dark because Riggs is like clinically depressed and it's suicidal? like, yeah, a little suicidal. Yeah, and he's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, it, it's R because of the violence. Whereas in this movie, it's R because of the language. Yeah. Um, the second one is where it, the tone changed a little bit, I think, and then the third one got a little silly and kind of magic with 
magic bullet that can go through steel. I mean, like bulldozer steel. Um, and then we get a little more magic with this one with the fact that the two of them could beat up Jet Li. <laughs> um, and in fairness, and the only way Chris they rock. Uh, and you have Chris Rock, yeah. Oh, Chris Rock. And I have to say, I did not enjoy Chris Rock in this movie. Really? I thought he was over the top and did not. I, I'm just not a big Chris Rock fan. Yeah, I think just, he's grating to me. He just. Ugh. I think going with, along with what we said before we started recording, it a lot of this was his stand up. Yeah. And and it took me out of the movie hearing that because I thought, yeah, this is funny. But I would laugh at this maybe sitting on, you know, in an auditorium while he's on stage doing this as a stand up. Or, yeah, or watching it on HBO or whatever. Right. Not yeah. not making it part of the movie because it really felt like stand up. Yeah. It didn't feel like dialogue of a movie. Yeah. I, uh, and maybe maybe that's just a lazy writer saying, hey, say something funny here. You're <laughs> right. a funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all his script says. And say something funny. Right. And say something funny. This one said something <laughs> serious, then say something funny. Yeah. Um, I, Andrew, I'm glad you said that. I had forgotten that we weren't recording when I mentioned that. I, I was going to forget to mention it during the recording was that, yeah, you're right. And and the fact that you said it took you out of the movie, it did too for me. I was like, that's from his stand-up because I've seen that stand-up routine. And, and it's funny. I mean, the bit with the cell phones, it's funny, but... Yeah, it was a little awkward. I mean, I kind of felt like Riggs and Murtaugh. I was like, "Hey, why can we can we move on?" You know, and and then he calls him on the phone, and then you know he gets mad at the phone and stuff like that. And that actually, that made me laugh. Uh, every time I've seen this movie, when he calls uh, Leo, I want, I want to investigate some privates or something like that. <laughs> I want you to investigate my privates. Yeah, <laughs> and he says what. And then he turns around and he's like, shut the F up. And then they're like arguing back and forth on the phone still. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it is pretty funny. It's the power uh, of Pishy. Funny. It really is. Yeah, there are there are three moments in this movie. That's one of them that just made me laugh out loud. The other you mentioned about the, uh, the therapist when she walks away <laughs> and he, uh, I will not go out with you. Yeah. Uh, that one. And then. That might the come other up one, later. Yeah, the other one is. Uh, you know, he keeps putting up the newspaper clipping of Murtaugh <laughs> in his underwear. And he's like, guys, can we cut this shit out, please? Yeah, this, <laughs> this is professional. We're, we're captains here. This is your captain speaking. And then he walks away and he's put the tape back up. Yeah. He's probably been doing that for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, I think you guys will find this funny. So I'm watching the movie and I got to make sure I get where I, I wrote it because... Uh, the best way I can describe their relationship to relate it, if you've not seen the movie and you're listening to this show and you've listened to the show more, you know, a while, but you've not actually watched the movie. The best way I can describe the relationship is I am Murtaugh and Sam is Riggs. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, even though that. Sam is the old crotchety one of the, of the two of us, Sam is usually the one that's given me the most grief and I'm usually <laughs> the one just like, ugh. So, um, hey, I'll take it. That's right. right, Molly. Yeah, and Chad, I I'm guess old, I'm getting too old for the Sam. Chad would be the Joe Pesci of the group. I don't know, um, Corny. I'm not quite sure how you fit in. I'm sorry. I mean, It'd I Chris I, Rock. I could say yeah, we could say Chris Rock, but that just might come across as racist. So a bit, um, a bit, because <laughs> you, you act nothing like that character, and 
Um, I wouldn't be angry for you to be my my son in law. Just gonna say it, though you're too old for my daughter. So I was gonna say no, no. Not only would you be mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's get away from that. I'd be kind of creeped out. Yeah, yes. yeah. Means, we're gonna we're, not be good. We're gonna get away from this topic. Um. <laughs> anyway, so uh, crap. Oh, hey Molly. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna go take care of her? Yeah, I'll be right back. Now take your time. Um, so that opening action scene. She's such a diva. I know, right? Always trying to steal the the, the show. Um, opening scene. I thought it was hysterical and really great, and I love the fact that Iron Man made his uh, his debut ten years before he actually built his Iron Man suit in the cave. Um, but I wanted to know is how did he reload that assault weapon? No, no more. Okay. Uh, sorry, Skype sure, took a dump on me, and I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Oh, I was talking about the intro of the um, of the movie where Iron Man came out and was shooting everybody, and I was like, "How did he reload that assault rifle?" It was kind of like Black Ops style. Mm-hmm. If you're holding one gun, you can always reload with the other, just the other hand. Yeah. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was like in um, the equal equilibrium. He just sticks his hand down and you know, reloads that way. Anyway, um, thank you, Sam. I'm ready to play a clip, and he's taking forever. Actually, I did find it interesting that uh, someone said, I'm going to wear some armor. You know, that's part of the story. Someone's wearing armor right. with a flamethrower. I'm I'm here. I was just on mute. Sorry oh, about that. No, of course you were. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, shout out to the Wilhelm scream. Oh, you mean... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to hear yep, there there with the, the flames happening in the background, but yep. I have vowed that every time that happens on screen on the, in a movie, I'm going to capture it. And by God, I got it. So again, it's hard to hear, but it's there it is in the background. Um. Uh. So some of the things that I didn't like about the movie. Okay. Um. This is the earth. Uh, other than the Chris Rock stand-up bits, I thought was a little whatever. Um. Annoying. The the bad guys being omniscient was again a little annoying. They 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 go to his house. They know where he lives. They know which car he's driving to do the thing. They're one step ahead at all times. All the time. Yeah, yeah that got a little annoying. Um, oh, um, we finally had a moment where I was clearly uh, where I was um, uh, made aware of remember um, from our dark man movie, my hopping man guy, like what happened to our yeah. hopping man yep. or, or the one legged man. We had that in this movie. Like what happened to what happened to the cops that dropped off Riggs and Murtaugh? You know what I'm saying? Like they got out yeah. of the car saying what's going on. I'm confused. Who are these cars? They, you know, Murtaugh went into the house with Riggs going around the back with the intention of there was something wrong. Why would those cops leave? Yeah, I wondered the same thing. Or why would they not ask them, hey, stick around because something yeah. might go down. Yeah, hey, just uh, give us 20 but, minutes. You know. But at the same time, this is Riggs and Murtaugh, and they're known for blowing everything and everyone else. And also, if you're a cop around them, you're going to die. What? No, I'm dropping <laughs> them off and leaving. There's a perfect, perfectly logical reason. Well, they didn't stay. Yeah. Well, yeah. When they when they literally go between the triad and um, some sort of Chinese officials to and legitimately start a turf war. Yeah. They're pretty. Uh, they're asking for it. 
You mean at the end awesome. of the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, spoiler. Well, yeah, no, no, that's fine. No, I was just saying... Um, no, the, the rule is it's a 20-year-old movie. There's yeah, no yeah, yeah, you're fine there. Oh, okay. No, no, I was just saying, like, earlier when, when, when Murtaugh's house is burnt down, which, by the way, my God, it took a long time for people to come out of their houses to see what the hell was going on. Um, oh, by the way, you know, his house gets destroyed in every movie, right? Oh, my gosh. You know I mean, like, poor the poor man. So, like, <laughs> the first his one... Boat. Uh, yeah, he get, he loses his boat. In the first movie, he loses his car. Um, the second one is when the car drives through the house because they're doing the renovation and they attack him at his house and he does the bit where he pulls out the nail gun and kills the guy with the nail gun and he says, I nailed him. Um, Which, by the way, being in, being from construction, that's really hard to do to bypass the uh, safety The safety trigger, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also in the second one was the toilet bomb, right? Oh, yeah. Um, toilet bomb. Yeah, the right. bad guys put a bomb on the toilet and then left him a note in the toilet paper that says you're dead or something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. He had to sit. They had to figure out a way to get him. Yeah, he okay. Had, he had uh, to sit okay. on the toilet yep. for like twelve <laughs> hours and his legs were numb and and he's like, "Hey, Murtaugh, just, or Riggs, don't don't call a lot of guys. Don't use the radio." And then like the entire police force is there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I guess we're kind of like that, John. Yeah. I, I'd probably do the same thing to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a precarious <laughs> no, no, no. situation, and I'm like, hey, just you know, just call the local PD or whatever, and all of a sudden, like, the FBI is there, and there's new news crews, and Sam's fired up the podcast and is doing a live stream. and Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's exactly it. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh the uh, they didn't they 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 did the gag the gag where they did I don't they didn't do it in the first movie but it was like the one two three gag they did it a bunch in the third movie, you know like we're gonna go on three is it one two three go or one two go on three like they they did that gag a little bit which is funny but um, they used you know go on two two we always go on three not enough time for two just go or not enough time for three you know so. That was a funny bit. Um, I be told, there really isn't a whole lot about the movie that I really didn't like. Um, um, I know, Corny, you were excited when you saw Pontiac actually doing something well. <laughs> Sorry. Man, I love my Bonneville. You shut your mouth. There's, like, there's actually a person that lives in Lowell that works at the little, uh, the little um, restaurant in town that drives a green Bonneville, same year. So every oh, nice. time I see it, I'm like, hey, Corny, is at Christopher's? Um the only like seriously, the only way I know that it's not yours is the dent in the back isn't there. Mm. <laughs> I, like seriously, that's the only way, um, and the fact that I know for sure that you've gotten rid of that car. Um, oh no no no! Oh no no! She lives. Who's like your like your family of it still or something? Uh, it's staying with my uh, brother in law right now, and I uh, go visit her on weekends. <laughs> that's weird. Okay, uh, y'all ready for some clips? Let's do it. All right, here we go. First one. Uh, just, it was funny. Hey, is he back? Too much armor on, I can't tell! No, not him! The father of the baby! Okay! Please let him be back! I love his response. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was oh, great. Um, sorry, speaking of that moment, yeah. how about the ye old racist cop? What do you mean? Uh, the uh, right when the you know they get to the the cops are there and they're just kind of um, you got the one cop with the mustache. You see, he's always like a cop in every movie you see him in, but he's giving a little speech and uh, oh, you mean after the INS guy? Yeah, yeah, he was um, 
He's, he played Rob Schneider's dad in Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> um, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's in a lot of stuff. Um, I'm, yeah, you're right, though. He was. I, I well, can't remember what I wrote about him. But yeah, what were you saying? Go ahead. I mean, yeah, it was just really, compared to the rest of the movie, it was really kind of out there how um, un- an unreasonably racist that moment was. Like, it didn't need to happen, but it did. Yeah. Because you kind of got, like, a little bit of serious thing going on, and that's going on, and you got uh, Murtaugh going, oh, yeah, he ain't no slave no more. I'm like, damn, brother, you don't have to do that. Speaking of racist moments. Hey, man. <laughs> um... <laughs> Hey, how are you? So I thought uh, this was kind of awkward for the end of the movie where they're getting married, them being married by a rabbi and Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think oh, of that. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for saying that because that was the next thing I was heading to. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Hold on a second. We need to stop and and be in awe of, of the man. So the racist INS guy, Richard Real Ryle. Is his name? Um, he's from Wisconsin. He has been in three hundred and fifty-four things. That wow. is my way god! Too much. In fact, he's in twenty-three things that are in either post-production or completed or currently filming over the next two years. Twenty-three things. My god! Like. Holy crap! And they're all movies. Now they all might be like low-budget garbage, but I mean. I mean, he was in an episode of NCIS, and but he's in a movie called Helen Keller versus Night Wolves. <laughs> what the hell is that? Awesome! I wonder who won. I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh, and yet another masterpiece by St. James. St. James. This film explores the true story that got the government didn't want you to know about Helen Keller really how she really lost her eyesight and hearing. Night Wolves. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Oh, my god! I've always wanted an origin story on uh, Helen Keller. Yeah, that's something we need. I get it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So he's in that. He's the sheriff. Um, sheriff? You no, know, he's the sheriff. Uh, he's always playing a sheriff. He he's was, in uh, Odd Couple 2 as a sheriff. He was in Transformers Age of Extinction. He was theater landlord. He was the guy that they, they bought... Optimus Prime from. That's right. Um, my gosh, this guy is in 354 movies. Character movie. That is, or that a is character actor. I mean, the guy's working, so good for him. Anyway, I just wanted to applaud him for a second there, especially for that Helen Keller thing. That's great. Um, okay. Uh, was was somebody talking? I completely interrupted somebody. I think. No, he's okay. Okay. Uh, next clip. You'll okay. Um, uh, what was this? Oh, um. So this is funny. This is a thing. I don't know why people do this, and, and Joe Pesci makes fun of this. But like, if you hand somebody a walkie-talkie, everyone starts using 10 code. Uh, uh-huh. 10-4, good buddy. What's your 20? Um, you know, so I don't know why people do it, but it's funny. Of course, then I actually like really pissed people off because Corny and I had to learn like actual 10 code when we worked at Carowinds. So now I'll say, oh, that's a good, uh, that's a 10-4. Give me a 10-17 to your 20, and I'll give you a 10-21. And people are like, wait, you actually know the ten code? I'm like, I know some of yeah. it. Actually, uh, I got fussed at at work for using ten codes. Really? Yeah. Uh, last year we did registration. Uh, we were handling <laughs> the registration, 
And um, <laughs> security called and said, blah, blah, blah. And I said, um, you know, ask blah, 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 what's your uh, 1020? And the guy goes, excuse me? I said, no, what's your 1020? Like, you just asked me where I am. I said, uh, but, but I just did. With 10, I was like, it's a, with a walkie with 10 codes. And everybody looks around me and goes, we don't do that here. I was like, but <laughs> oh. it, it makes things a lot easier. I don't have to say, where are you if I say 1020? Right. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, when I first got to the university, and oh, we blew had, up the place. We we had radios. I almost instituted uh, like the the like um like you instead of answering with your name, I was going to give everyone a number, like we do at Carowinds. Um, but then I realized that no, I'm not going to do that. So, though my boss still does because that was a system that was used 20 years ago. So she still oh. calls her. She still refers to herself as Unit Four. Unit four to unit three, but no one knows who unit three is. So, so she gets mad at unit three for She'll nothing. literally say unit three and then pause and then say building services and then they'll respond. But no one knows who unit, like she, she still does it. And I don't know if she says she does it out of habit. We're talking about a, a habit that stopped like seven years ago. You know, it's not like uh, it stopped last week. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. No joke, right? Anyway, <laughs> probably shouldn't talk about my boss and drug use since there are coworkers of mine that listen to the show. So, but they know what we're talking about. Anyway, um, so my point of this was uh, Joe Pesci makes fun of uh, some things nautical. Okay, you did say aft. Okay. A F T aft. And that's a f-ing word. In the back of the cabin on the right side, Leo. Well, why didn't you just say that to begin with, Roger? <laughs> I love these people get around boats and water. All of a sudden, everything becomes nautical, a stern, a vast, you landlubbers. Man, the build pump. What? Pump your ass. All right, all right, Leo. All right, all right. I didn't mean for that random beep in the middle. I'm not sure why that's there, but okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, he didn't curse there. Yeah, I didn't curse. Right. And you actually have to like silence the audio I want you, if you're going to actually put the bleep over. Otherwise, you can still hear it. Um, I, I well, love uh, that By stuff. the way... I have a question for you guys. Uh, how many of you are familiar with the uh, Animaniacs? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Good Feather. The. Um, mm-hmm. Oh pesto, yeah. Pesto. Oh, every time that he spoke, I just imagined him as a pigeon. <laughs> oh yeah. Because <laughs> they do that bit the whole time. He's like, "Hey, you're funny." He's like, "Funny how? Funny how?" When I hear him, like he does it every time. And of oh, course, yeah. as a kid, you just think it's funny because the bird's beating up another bird, and the adults in the room are like, "Hey, that's funny because they get the movie." So, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, this ah, Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci. This 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 was actually what happened. Um, this is actually behind the scenes for you listeners at home. This is actually great. Oh yeah. So Uh-oh. the so the first time uh, when Sam was. Uh, when we first started to do the, the, the show, Sam was talking about this fishing expedition that he did down in Florida. And, um, <laughs> but for some reason, the recording I come across is very feminine, but this actually happened. It's really funny. Yeah. And, uh, and all of a sudden, this big f-ing shark comes. You gotta, I can say that, can I? Well, you, you can say it, but we can't air it. Oh. Okay, so this big darn shark comes along, okay? See? And it's just, yeah. <laughs> so you can say it, Sam. I just can't air it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that was just that was a bit of uh, CSR history there for you, for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I love the fact that the sharks started coming after them. <laughs> that was great. You know, as they're in the water, the shark is coming towards them. It just cracked me up. Oh my gosh! Oh, and that poor shark was wiggling on that deck until the dang 
boat sank. They had no clue what they were going to do with that shark. Sarah, Sarah says, I'm pretty sure that shark would have died a long time ago because it was out of the water like for 20 minutes. I don't know how long they can hold their breath, I guess, in air. But yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Um, here we go. Sam, just for you. Fly lies? Fly lies. It is fry rice, you prick. That's <laughs> <laughs> for you. I laugh at that every single time. <laughs> um, <laughs> oddly enough, Andrew, I didn't know about it, but this one's for you. Stephanie, I can't go out with you. I'm in a relationship. I'm very happy. All right? I think you need to see someone. Look, you'll find someone someday who'll care for you and love you and... <laughs> Not in this department, but you're, you're going to have to stop bothering me. You're disgusting. <laughs> what the hell are you people? I love the little... Oh, and there's that sax. We oh. haven't talked about that yet. Oh, oh man. The saxophone sax. highlights. Oh, I love man. it. That was so tasty. It now, was so uh, good. I, I really want to do that to somebody at some point before, <laughs> you know... You leave your school or whatever? Before I leave my school, yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, I heard someone the voice sax, and so when you walk away, <laughs> yeah, diddly, diddly. it's funny. So here's the thing with the sax. In the first movie, I got it because we're in the '80s. The second movie, especially that sex scene with the hot blonde, I get it. We're '98. Do we still need saxophone happening? You're damn right we do. We need more. <laughs> I do believe, if I'm remembering my Lethal Weapons right, there was less saxophone in this than there was in the first one. You're probably I'll right, but. Careless Whispers was popular then. <laughs> careless Whispers. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> covers Careless Whisper, and it's never not been a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking. Up, I'm trying to remember who that hot blonde was because uh, Patty. There she is, Rika Van Den Haas. Oh, she's. Still I think you're just making stuff up. Oh, there she is. She's still looking good. Uh, she's still working. Good for her. She's in a bunch of TV stuff. Holby City. Um, a bucket of French and Saunders. Okay. Um, oh, good for you. Um, she played the princess in Aladdin the TV movie. Anyway, um, good for her. Yeah, she's still attractive. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, next. I don't remember what this is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew, you said you had a moment that made you laugh out loud. I was in tears, and I had to pause the movie after this. I don't know why, <laughs> but it just worked for me. You got the right to remain silent, so shut the up, okay? Uh, you got on. the right to an attorney. If you can't afford an attorney, uh, we will provide you with the dumbest lawyer on earth. If you get Johnny Cochran, I'll kill you. There you go. There's your, there's your J, your OJ Simpson reference. There, your very topical Woo-hoo. reference. But man, nineties, late nineties. Yeah. Wow. But when okay. he said that dumb effing, I will find the dumbest effing lawyer on the planet. I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny. I was pleased. Oh, I, that 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 for the Chris Rock bit, that was my favorite part. Were yeah. you surprised? Oh, I was very surprised. But that wasn't stand up. That was that right. was something funny he could say, and I, right. I liked that. I did not like the forced stand up. No, no, no. Uh, like there was some other forced stuff too. Like yeah, like I kind of felt like it was supposed to be heartfelt, but I still felt like it was like why butters? Why did you become a cop, man? The floor. When I was growing up, we lived on the floor. We ate on the floor. We watched TV on the floor because bullets were flying. 
So like, I felt like again, it was a heartfelt moment and I understood the point he was trying to get, but it still yeah. felt like he was delivering stand up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, it maybe it was just the delivery. Like he was anticipating the laughter, you know, whereas yeah. like his point is paints a visual, like horrible picture of the life that he grew up. And that was probably Chris like rocks actual life, which is what makes like a lot yeah. of people like comedians or actors or whatever who go through these horrible things and then they act on it. It makes it more real because they lived it. Right. So I, I, I get what Giddy's doing, but the delivery I think was wrong. Again, he was delivering it like a stand-up comedian. Uh, I would be interested to hear when I tell you who was who uh, was considered for that role. Again, it's IMDb, so take it for the grain of salt. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, Eddie Murphy has been great. Well, yeah, he's of one of them. Basically, think of the black actors of the '90s. <laughs> like obviously Eddie Murphy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and we could play Tucker. We can play this game later. Well, okay, that's that's one of them also. <laughs> Um, um, uh, come on now. Was it Michael Jordan in a? Uh, he was an actor for one movie yeah. called Space yeah. Jam, but no, yeah. not him. Um, Single handedly the greatest movie of all time. They're making a second one with uh, LeBron. Uh, with LeBron, LeBron which supposedly people actually want Blake Griffin to play that part, which would be interesting. Yeah. Chris yeah. Elliott. No, Chris. What? What? <laughs> Chris Elliott. <laughs> Who's Chris Elliott? Should I know that guy? Should I know who that is? Chris Elliott. I don't know. Hold on. Anybody? I know, I know it came, Sam. It came to mind. Chris Elliott, the actor from Groundhog Day. That weird, the Tostitos guy? Yeah, there you go. Chris he's, Elliott. He's not black. Huh? <laughs> How about uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was black for a little while, yeah. so yeah. Sure. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean? What do you mean? You mean? <laughs> no. What do you mean? You mean? Come on, '90s. Come on, guys. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish the game. '90s. Cuba Gooding um, Jr. No. Um, Terrence Howard. Yeah, what actually, about the guy that did reading? Wesley Snipes. Um. Okay. No. Cream Abdul Jabbar. No, no, cream Abdul Jabbar. Uh, like cream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the guy? What's the guy's name from? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go, Tim Meadows. Uh, no, oh, uh, he would have actually been yeah. pretty good. I don't know if I can yeah, see him as an action dude. Uh, uh, we, I am getting too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I'm too old. <laughs> Levar Burton, <laughs> by the way, was the kid, the guy from Star Trek, Sam. But no, or are you reading Rainbow? He said reading Rainbow. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm saying he's from Star Trek. He did Star Trek yeah. before reading Rainbow. Just saying. Really? Yeah. Did he really? Are you sure? No, <laughs> but I really hope okay. I am. <laughs> I was like, hold on, here we go. I'm going right. to it right now. Oh, Reading Rainbow. Damn it! No, I'm America. wrong. What about our sesame cake guy? Was it? Uh, Delroy Lindo. Lindo? Uh, he probably would have been <laughs> too old. Um. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Lavar Burton was in. Was doing Reading Rainbow from from '83 to 2015. He did oh, 153 uh, episodes. Star Trek didn't start until 87. I'm, I can't okay. believe you guys haven't said this. Will Smith. There you go. Will Smith. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't have minded. I think he would have been good. I think Will Smith would they, have been great. They couldn't have afforded him, basically, at that. No, at that, no, this because uh, this is post-Independence Day, post-Bad no. Boys 1. So he wouldn't have been a third wheel kind of guy. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, 
But Eddie Murphy, maybe. But Chris Tucker is the first one in the list. I think Chris Tucker actually would have been just fine in this movie. Um, Because this is... Are we right before or after um, Rush Hour? Hour? I think we're right after Rush Hour. Rush Hour, the first one was the same year. Okay, so that wouldn't have worked. uh, Because that actually had Jackie Chan in it. So the other one was Lorenz Tate. Huh. And I don't know who that guy is. Oh, Minister mm. Society. That guy. Um, yeah. All you. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to look at some stuff that he's done. Um, Ice tea. That's who we going with. Ice tea. Okay, sure. So, if we're gonna re, if we're, when we play the recasting game, we we'll have to think about that for a little bit. Anyway. Um, last clip, I, not last clip, second to, second to last clip, this made me laugh out loud. Gotta give my right arm for a siren right now. Ah! <laughs> Sam just being an asshole. Yeah, just, <laughs> just screaming out. Uh, I love it. Uh, and the last, uh, last one I got was this. Here you go, money losing phase, general losing phase, very hard when try it, try to sit on it. Yar, yar, yar. I, yar. I, 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 I f- you. We f- you. It's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we get a hand? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, we did have an ex machina, a uh, ping ex machina. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't like the, the laughing gas part. I thought that was actually kind of forced and a little... little awkward i don't know i just cheesy. didn't think i didn't think it was funny yeah that was real cheesy um the bit with the car driving through the building and then jumping back onto the freeway um i've been done a few times yeah i it was kind of dumb but i laughed also when it was happening because in real life you would just hit the brakes and stop like no one yeah. floors it knowing that somehow you're going to be elevated back onto the highway like that's not going to happen. You're just going to fall out and die, but whatever. Um, uh, what was it last? Uh, uh, um, they went into that situation where they're going to start the turf war, but they didn't bring enough guns. I thought that was kind of dumb. Like you should bring SWAT to that. But anyway, um, I, for a second, I thought they actually were going to leave him, but then they, he did burn down his house. So I don't really have a problem with him. You know, fighting though, gently would have killed him. Um, and I do uh-huh. like the, I love the idea that they can will to each other. I thought that was pretty funny. And tropes. Okay, this is the first time, and I mean, I'm I'm being serious. This is probably the first time in cinematic history where the police chief didn't yell at them. Yeah. Like, do you feel like? Did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he kind of feel did. like when uh, when what do you feel like, like though his Captain, character? Captain, Captain? What? Do, uh, when, you feel uh, like it, corny. Go. Sorry, go ahead. Corny. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Go, Andrew. <laughs> okay, Andrew, oh, oh, you oh. go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the way that I saw it is, I felt like they were trying to portray everybody in this movie as being too old for this shit, and I feel like the captain here is so old that he doesn't care anymore. He's not going to yell. It's just, you know, don't blow stuff up. Right. You know. Stay out of trouble. Right. It just, what were you going to say, Corny? I was just going to say, he did kind of yell when they were doing the uh, captain, 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 captain. Yeah, he <laughs> said, all right, all right. 
Yeah, yeah, I get out of here. But I mean, like, that's a joke. I mean, like, it, it, they went through a building. I mean, the captain should have been down there screaming at them. You, you wrecked the thing. That guy got ran over. How did you wreck a boat? Um, that was actually <laughs> the second. Was wreck, the, the second one. That, that car there, that was DEA. Um, no, like, he would have been down there screaming at them. You went through it. You destroyed a whole floor of a building. Like, that should have happened. But it didn't. Um... I was just surprised. He was like, it was like the anti-trope. Like they went out of their way to make sure. All right, we're gonna do every trope, cop trope in the book. Like we're gonna give them donuts. They're gonna have one of them as a loose cannon. <laughs> They're gonna break the law by breaking the glass of the guy. He's gonna threaten that guy. We're gonna pull the fire alarm, which is a you know felony. But hey, everything's cool because we're Riggs and Murtaugh, you know. Yeah, uh, congratulations. You're now captains or whatever they were. Right, yeah, we're going to promote you. <laughs> and uh, I actually looked over at Sarah and I'm like, man, you can tell they work for the government. Because um, <laughs> uh, Whatever do you mean, Sean? Yeah, you know exactly. My what job I mean. is rewarding. Yeah, my job is rewarding too, but I have, I, you know, anyway. I can say anything. Uh, tropes, pregnant woman, women are always hungry. Uh, Sarah looked at me and she said, if I ate like she did, my God, I'd be huge. So that scene actually really bothered me and not because she was eating, but they, every line that they said, something was in their mouth. And I, I have this thing where, sorry, there's my ice machine again, shooting us. Um, <laughs> duck and cover, duck and cover. Every time that I have, that I see this in a movie or I, or even in person, if I hear this in real life, someone talking with food in their mouth, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Really? Well, Sam, I mean, think it like, up again. <laughs> for next for episode, we're eating Laffy Taffy. <laughs> oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm talking for an extended period. Like if someone says an entire sentence, you know, sometimes people you eat lunch with them and they'll have a bite in their mouth and they'll say a couple words and that's it, and they'll finish their meal or, or their their bite or whatever. Right. But it was like, hey, what are you doing today? Uh, I mean, it's just it. I don't know. Yeah. The entire thing, I uh, that whole conversation, I just hated. Yeah. Well, I just so like you. You don't enjoy uh, Pearl Jam very much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> or any of those bands from the nineties? No. Yeah. yeah, pretty much any grunge band from the nineties. Andrew hates exactly because they all sang with marbles in their mouth. Um, <laughs> the getting old trope. Uh, bad guy leaves before the job is finished. Trope. Um, train tracks in movies are dangerous. We learned that in Eraser, though. In yeah, Eraser, yeah. the the car just got crushed, but in this one, it blew up. And flew into the air. I thought that was kind of weird. Twice, like, like the train Twice. lifted it, and yeah, weird. Uh, and movie births are always crazy. All of us are parents. That's not how it works. Also, um, no, not for you. Well, no. <laughs> and we've had some pretty close calls. I know Sean, you did with Abby. I know we were five minutes in the hospital before she, you know, Abby was pretty much birthed. Yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but again, it's yeah. never the screaming. It's never the uh, what I no. mean. Like, like, like Sarah had both of our children natural. Um, Declan was born active labor. Declan was born in forty-five minutes, and Daphne was born in twelve. And wow. no screaming. Sarah's a G. Do what? Sarah's a G. Oh no, joke, man. You don't want to mess with Sarah because uh, <laughs> she's she's tough as nails. Um, so, We're all it, scared of Sarah. We, we all we should be. <laughs> yeah. um, she, Love you, Sarah. Uh, uh, she, uh, she doesn't listen to the show. She doesn't no, listen no. to the show, yeah. 
that's actually pretty accurate. Um, yeah. Okay. None of our wives do, right? No. I don't think so. Oh, I, think... I know Megan was listening for yeah, a while. Yeah, Megan but... listened for a while. Chad's yeah. wife, yeah. Uh, all yeah. Chad. We miss him. Moment, moment, of silence for, moment of silence for Chad. Um, God rest his soul. Yeah. I love the fact that, Sam, you killed him on the website. That's hysterical. I showed it. I had lunch with Sam, or with Chad, um, a few weeks ago uh, when we were in uh, the, the Statesville. And I showed him the, the page because he hadn't seen it. And I showed it to him. He's like, that bastard killed me. I said, yep, I sure did. <laughs> Hey, my guy, you killed Chad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah, so. Yeah, I did. I certainly did. Oh, it was great. Uh, he did. <laughs> uh, the devil. There you go, just for Chad. <laughs> just, just so we have him there. Um, Here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Trivia! Richard Donner had to ask Jet Li to slow down during the action sequences because... He was moving faster than the camera shutter speed, and it wasn't registering on film. That's awesome. Wow. Right? Wow. That's cool. That's amazing. Murtaugh's boat is named Code 7, which in the LAPD radio code is for lunch break. That's hysterical. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that that actually sounds like the... I know what my new uh, gamer tag is. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say, that, that sounds something perfect for Corny. Um, Jackie Chan was considered for the role that Jet Li played, but turned it down because he chose, he chooses never to play the villain in a movie. Interesting. Yeah. So he instead the same year did Rush Hour. So in fact, it's funny. I remember when this movie came out and they were doing promos and stuff and they were doing the late night circuit. I remember Jet Li saying he loved doing this movie, but kind of regretted it because it was the first American film he'd done. And people like see him in the streets and like would hate him, hate on him because he was the guy that beat up Mel Gibson. Oh wow! Um, so he had to like. But now people up... applaud him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now like, hey, good job! You're the guy that beat up that racist bastard. Um, he um he have such vigor. I know. <laughs> he because uh, then he had to go on and do a couple other movies, that for people to be like, oh, you know, um, you're actually pretty great. So Romeo Must Die is actually really good, and he's in it. Though they do a little weird. CGI thing happening and anyway, whatever doesn't matter. Uh, and then I already said the thing with Chris Tucker, Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, and Le- Lorenz Tate were considered for the role of Lee Butters, which is a dumb, Butters. which is a dumb name. Um, the recasting game. So now, oddly enough, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but they have actually created a Lethal Weapon TV show. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's yeah, coming so, out. Coming Senior and uh, some. Someone else. Uh, you actually know who that someone else is, Corny. Um, he oh, who is, is it? he is the um, anti-Christian or Elliot from um, Leverage. He's the guy that's the, he's the only guy that ever gives Elliot a hard time with the fight. Oh, uh, Spencer. No. Uh, oh, not Spencer. Um, I forget his name, but I don't know who you're about. Yeah, he's that real tall dude, and he had long hair in the in that that particular. His real name was Christopher Aber. Um, that's not, that's not him at all. What is his name? His name is, uh, crap. Martin Riggs. Here he is. Uh, Clayne, Clayne Crawford is his name. Uh, he's from Alabama. He was in such movies as a walk to remember wrist cutters. Ooh, the perfect host. 
um, Baytown Outlaws. Anyway, whatever. So he's in that. So we will see how it goes. They've only filmed the pilot, so I guess they're ha- they haven't greenlit the show yet. I guess we're gonna see how it does. I wonder if it'll last longer than the Rush Hour TV show lasted. Did that? Oh, that's right. That only made like ten episodes, right? Yeah, did not do well. No. Well, I hope it's better. Um, yeah, and the Wayans, um, uh, what's his name is the, uh, Damon. Yeah. Is the Roger Murtaugh. Yeah. Sorry. Damon Wayans. Anyway. Um, so I mean, if you want to do, if we wanted to make another movie, you know, I mean, I guess we could either reboot it or just say, you just get the same two guys in it and they're just old as hell. Um, but I would rather have seen Chris Tucker in that role personally, because I could have seen him. (laughs) It's just, <laughs> and just that lawyer bit, you know. Come on, man. You know, so anyway. Anyway, uh, the soundtrack grade just. Oh, Billy D. Williams. We should have had him as the. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Every time that I. But even home, in the night by 98, he was already kind of old. I don't know if he would have worked in that. He was. Oh, yeah. He. Uh, I think the next movie I saw him in after. Star Wars, the only other movie I ever saw him was uh, Batman. Undercover Brother. He was an Undercover Brother? Oh, yeah. Oh, he nice. was a general. Oh, my God. An Undercover Brother. I you We rented that in Apartment 40, and I fell asleep during it. Um, yeah. Because I remember you were there, and I think Andrew was there, not Jemison, uh, the other one. Um, I, I, I fell asleep. The only bit I remember was when Eddie Griffin, I think, is driving the car, and he doesn't spill his orange soda. Like that's the only spinning. yeah, like that's the only bit. And then, then the line was that oh, you had sex with a white woman. What was it like? Like that was the only bits I remember. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, soundtrack grade. I would give it a E for eighties as hell. It still sounded a lot of kind of eighties, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, what did we learn? Don't mess with a pregnant lady because she'll kick your ass. My God, she she'll beat those sh- guys up. Renee Russo did an awesome job. Yeah, she did. I, I thought in that, that situation. Yeah. She was great. And she like she's now we we see now in the third movie, she's a cop. I mean she's a cop in this too, but in the third movie we see her kind of kick ass. And in this one, I was really glad that they didn't make her to be like the helpless, you know, mm-hmm. damsel in distress. When when the guy puts the knife to her belly, he's like, You're not gonna stand for that, are you? And she beats the hell out of him. So I really appreciate Although I I get I, I'm so squeamish with stuff like that. For some reason or other, it, it that Anything threatening a pregnant lady, I, I get yeah really weird about. Yeah, I I, I kind of get you there because like I I, I kind of wanted that guy to die. Truth be told, I was like, oh, yeah. you put a knife to her belly, you dead. Um, and I kind of actually expected Riggs to beat the hell out, like beat him to death, but no, she kind of did. So, though know, he didn't die, but he he should have. Um, <laughs> all right. What in the hell? I don't know. Me or I just your, your no? Dog? I just more ants flying eat. in. No, 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 no. I got an email. Kimberly bought something. Bought two lava lamps off of Amazon. Oh, yeah. I don't Hell, yeah. Time for I'm baby like, number three. What in the heck? I guess maybe for the girls' rooms. But I'm glad like you didn't hear so, that, Sam. I'm sorry. So freaking random. No, no baby number three. Good boy, no. <laughs> you said no, you could yeah. play those careless whispers that Courtney just sent over. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and woo. I can woo her. You can woo anyway, her. sorry about that. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. what is happening? Okay, my computer is freaking the hell out. Um, mm-hmm. 
Come on. Shimon Lee. Hello, computer. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, almost there. Here we go. Alright, so I didn't realize this when we put this set together. Well, first of all, thank you guys for listening. Man, it's your band. I'm not playing your band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to play that Careless Whisper thing, but it's your band. So so, so do you wear your, your, your band's shirt at a concert? No, actually, I don't, I, we don't have shirts. Uh, this is Aww. actually the, the first iteration of the band before the second, before then, the trio. That would be kind of funny to do that, because you're in like three bands, so you should wear the band t-shirts of the other bands you're in with the different band yeah. you're in. You know, like <laughs> when you're doing the, uh, like when you're doing the, 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 the um, don't you like in a beach band or something? Yes, or a, yes I am. So you should wear like Black Coffee yeah. Trio. <laughs> on your T-shirt, and then when you're doing black yeah. coffee, you should do the beach band. I think that's hysterical. I'd be, I'd be funny. Yeah. All right. So, what movie is it that the uh, that there was a fight in the band about wearing the band's T-shirt? Oh, is it a movie? That's in a movie. Oh wait, was that in, that's not in Scott Pilgrim, is it? No. Uh, I remember oh, no, that. No. Uh, this is Spinal Tap. Um, uh, no. Uh, the Lone Stallions. What's it called? Lone crap. Uh. uh with Brandon Fraser, the Bill and Ted? No, that's nope, the that's the Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't remember. Nope. Damn. Can't hardly wait. Oh wow. I mean, I can. Just give me the answer. I forgot about <laughs> that movie. I love that movie. Yep. Jennifer. I do too. Jennifer Love Hewitt's amazing. We were all Ethan Hunt or whatever his name was. No. No, no it was. Um, no, no. No, not Ethan no. Hunt. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Ethan Embry. You got the first name right. I'm impressed. There you go. Yeah, see? Look. Hey, I'm Isn't actually Ethan super impressed. Mission Impossible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's Ethan Embry? Where did I get that from? No, Ethan Embry is the right name. Ethan Hunt is the... is. Um, oh, Ethan character. Embry is, is in... <laughs> is in Can't Hardly Wait. That's the actor's name. Oh, see? Yeah. No, you didn't say Ethan Embry. You said Ethan Hunt, which is the character oh, that um, Tom Cruise plays in the in the Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> <laughs> but at least okay. it's a real person. Right. Unlike that, that one close. time when you said somebody, he was like an NFL player. Yeah. yeah. Um, the names, they kind of get jumbled. Yeah, they do. Yeah. See, <laughs> all right. Dementia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, much what it, it happens to people of my age. Yeah. I, I, get it yeah it happens um <laughs> there we go um uh we did top three richard donner films this is a richard donner movie in fact this is like the second time we've mentioned richard donner in a couple weeks because we uh mentioned him in our uh bvs episode um about the superman too um, Neil before Zod. Uh, so, Andrew, your three Richard Donner films. Okay. Um, number three, Conspiracy Theory. Oh, good. I like that movie. Number. That's, that's another movie where Mel Gibson never completes a sentence. Right. <laughs> oh, and spoiler uh, alert, Patrick Stewart's the bad guy. <gasps> Son of a bitch. I know, right? He's hardly ever the bad guy. I know. Yeah. Uh, number two, The Goonies. Okay. And then number one, Maverick. All right. Oh, yeah. You like the Maverick. I like Maverick. Okay. Um, uh, Corny. I'm oh, sorry. What was the uh, top three Richard the top Donner three? films? Richard oh. Donner. 
Uh, you're going to have to go to Sam. I uh, might have dropped the ball on this one. Okay, Sam. Okay. Yeah, sure, I'm ready. Um, I've got my number three as a goofy 80s flick called Lady Hawk. Oh, yeah, that's with your with, young uh, uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, you've got your, uh, not Forrest Gump, what is this uh, movie he was in? He was Bueller, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Start with an F. The, the uh, lead my, actor, hold on, before we go, and Corny will like this, if you've not seen that movie, the lead actor would be our hobo with a shotgun famed... Um, oh, yay. <laughs> uh, oh, crap, I forgot his real name. Anyway, he's he's the main actor in that. I uh, See, I haven't seen Hobo yet. So. Oh, he's great. Uh, that'll be another one we need to see. Oh, we got to do that. That's gotta, um, that, that needs we, to be on our Halloween list. Uh, tomahawk, the Tomahawk thing we need to see Yeah. Um, for Andrew's well-being and state of mind. Um, yeah. My number two, my number two has to be uh, Maverick. All right. Heck of a lot of fun. I think we even did that on this podcast. We I did. can't remember. Yeah, we did a while ago. Yeah. The days. My number one movie probably shaped as much as my childhood as Jurassic Park, Goonies. Goonies, yeah. I love the Goonies. I love it. I love it. I've watched it recently, and for some reason, it still holds up in my mind. It's just the perfect '80s kids movie. I love it. I love it. Corny, you ready? And I didn't. I didn't know he was the director. Yes. And that was an exciting find. Right. I for some reason I thought it was a Spielberg film, but Spielberg yeah. produced it. Yeah. Yeah. Corny, you ready? You go ahead. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with. Um, uh, my number three is Maverick. Okay. And uh, my number two, um, I'm going to go with, uh, it was an odd movie when I watched it, but I really did like it at the time. Um, and Conspiracy Theory. All right. And then my number one, um, Mr. S, Superman. Um, I think Sam uh, uh, should probably include that one of your first movies when you were 30. <laughs> when it came out in 1978, so uh, nice. Yeah, I would have much rather to have that than Watership Down. Yeah, yeah, no joke. <laughs> Although, and, uh, and, one of my... and listeners, I did, I did put a video of all the violent scenes compiled and Watership Down on our Facebook site. Take a look and see how messed up this thing is. Yeah, I don't want to. I see why. Do it. Oh, um, do it. You'll have nightmares. So, go ahead, Corny. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, sorry, Sean, yours. Uh, well, oh, I haven't done yet, but I want to say this. I forgot to mention this earlier. So this movie had multiple rewrites and was had like rewrites during filming. Like originally the Butters character was going to be gay, which was kind of why they had a lot of those kind of funny homophobic references between him and Murtaugh. But then like halfway, like literally like the day of shooting the first, like first week, they changed it to what he would be the son-in-law. So that's why you kind of have a lot of these like weird, like homophobic jokes interspersed with us knowing the actual secret, which makes it funny. But anyway, Shane Black uh, was one of the head writers for this movie, and he would be our Marvel connection because he directed Iron Man three. So anyway, oh, just wow. a little. Uh, okay. He was the only Marvel connection I could come up with, and I didn't look very hard to see if there was a uh, <laughs> a Star Trek connection, but um, I'm sure there is somewhere. Anyway, uh, my number three. So we've already said Goonies. Goonies is my number one. Uh, love Goonies. It's a great movie. Um, of course you would. Big, big, big fan. Yeah, of course I am. Of course I would. Yeah. Um, uh, Conspiracy Theory is my number two. I like that movie. I like Mel Gibson. I like the black helicopters and Catcher in the Rye as a thing. And 
Um, Julia Roberts is in it and all that stuff. But my number three reason why I went this order is because it's kind of a weird movie and one that doesn't most people have never even heard of. But I, I don't know why. I watched this a lot as a kid, and it really kind of affected me, and I love it a lot for some reason. It's called Radio Flyer. The the wagon? Yeah. It's what it's... Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's got... Uh, it's the story of Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is, is narrating the story of him and his brother. Uh, the, the older brother, which is Tom Hanks' character, is played by a young Elijah Wood, like a 12-year-old Elijah Wood. Um, so he looks exactly the same as he does. Yeah, he now. looks just like Frodo. Yeah, just yeah, with yeah, short hair. <laughs> and the concept is is that they uh, they their their father dies when they're very young, and they move you know, cross country. Um, and then the mom meets this guy, who the actor you never see his eyes or his face. Like you never see all of his face. He's just kind of this obscure whatever. But the actor that's actually playing him is Adam Baldwin, you know, Jane from Firefly. But anyway. He's a he's like super abusive of the youngest kid. Ends up going to jail because he puts the kid in the hospital. Comes back into the family, apologizes. Bless you, somebody. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, and then um, the so he gets, comes back into the lives, and so the younger brother gets this idea that we need to. I need to get away from this guy because he's gonna kill me. And so they take their radio flyer wagon and build an airplane out of it. And that's how the kid escapes this horrible situation. Mm. It's like a super serious movie wrapped around kids telling it, you know? Um, interesting. So there you go. That's my three. Um, that's it. Cool. Uh, our um, out of 10 now, right? Yeah, that's where we are. Uh, out of 10. Andrew, your um, best, uh, your ranking. From a zero from a scale of one to ten, ten being the best, one being rubber. What would you give this? Um, I, I was just looking back through our our list to see where I like rank this among things that we've watched in the past, um, and I am going to put this around a six because I'm kind of comparing this to Bad Boys Two in my mind. So I'm going to put this around a six point three five. Uh, in that area. All right. 6.35. How long ago was Bad Boys? That was one of our first know. ones, wasn't it? I don't remember. Right? No. No? No? Bad Boys 2 is our, our 58th episode. 58th? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was so far back that I don't have a listing How on the... How far back uh, is it? Uh, I don't have a, a, a ranking for it in the um, in the uh, the movie list. I'd have to go to the website for that what what did andrew are you still looking at that what was the ranking on that by the way just curious ranking on bad boys 2 was a 6.375 for the group okay yeah for the group that's interesting That'd be the, uh okay uh corny uh i'm gonna give it a uh 8.6 okay and uh it had, had my favorite things oh uh, yeah i hear you uh sam um, uh, I would give this probably a good 7.3, uh, rebars, uh, pieces <laughs> out of 10. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. I lift you up on oh, yeah, and little, and, and the, the blood squirts, <laughs> the literally squirts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how you've taken this really wonderful and holy song and then turned it into this moment when someone gets stabbed through the gut <laughs> with a piece of rebar. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. Yep. So seven. What did I say? Seven point three. Seven point three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I am a big fan of this movie too. I don't know why. Maybe on a different day, I wouldn't have liked this much. I'm gonna give it um, an eight point two five. Um, Thank you, sir. Donuts uh, that cops eat because cops eat donuts. Oh, thanks, yeah. Andrew. Um, yeah, that's it. There we go. So that's it. That's our movie. Thank you for listening. Um, what are we doing next yeah. week? Oh, it's some movie that no one's ever heard of. It's called Jurassic Park. Woohoo! We are oh. doing it. It is. This will be my 83rd time watching this movie, and I'm going to watch it. How do you know that? I've kept track. Why? He knows things. Um, he drinks and knows things. Clever girl. Like, clever yeah. <laughs> Sam. I, I, I am going to capture that, and just so whenever Sam makes a point, I'm going to play that. Clever <laughs> 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 <Club a> girl. <laughs> but I'm also going to keep the sound of him getting eaten. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the crunching of bones and the screams. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, we're doing so we're doing Jurassic Park. So I, I, I said a while ago I want to kind of do at some point try to do all of our favorite movies. We we uh, we did Serenity, but it didn't work. So uh, we're on to Jurassic Park. It only took a hundred and something episodes to get there, but um, Sam, we're going to do Jurassic Park for you. Oh dear. Um, okay. I think we, I think we should do Serenity again um, because I have a lot to say about Serenity. Actually, um, do you know? Okay, and it's and it's stuff that you won't like, Sean. So. Oh no! Oh yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, you know. Okay. Well, I'm actually really interested to know, and I kind of want to put the movie on the list like sooner than later. Yeah. Um, Wait, I thought we did Serenity. Didn't we do Serenity? We we did, but remember it was because we one... forced Chad to to watch it. We well, no, it out. Stardust I mean, was the one that we forced to watch. Did we oh. force him to watch Serenity also? I thought we did too. Well, yeah, we, there's we, a lot of movies we've had to force to watch Chad to watch. Well, almost yeah. all of these. Um Yeah. We uh we did we did record it, but it was one of those where the recording had a lot of audio issues and uh, I couldn't recover the files and so Yeah, dude, put it back on. I'll talk about Serenity all day long. Oh, yeah. I, I'll actually I'll actually pal up with you, Sean, on this one. Yeah. Um I, I'm actually really super interested now to hear what Andrew said and that he threw that freaking <laughs> teaser out there just because because I'm going to have to like mentally prepare myself not to attack Andrew personally. Because <laughs> the last time I, I watched it with someone and they were like, man, this movie's not very good. I got upset. I got really upset. Um Because it was like in the beginning days of like me like falling in love with it and they were like, yeah, the graphics aren't that good. I'm like, what? Shut up! Shut the hell yeah. up, man! It's only a sixty million dollar budget. Like, get the hell out of here! <laughs> yeah, that that opening camera, that opening scene with the camera, it's not that clever. Like, you get the hell out! It's amazing. Anyway, I'll try not to do that to you, Andrew. Whenever that happens, but until then, we're having Jurassic Park. So, Jurassic Park's next week, nineteen ninety three's movie that changed the way we look at CGI. Um, so there we go. I'm very excited about that. And there you go. So if you are listening to this and that you have li- you are listening to it before we do that movie, please send in your emails, your tweets, your Facebooks, whatever. You know, letting us know what you think about Jurassic Park. Anything that we need to do to just 
fire up Sam about this movie. Let's do it. I want to hear God. your thoughts. Oh, now you're egging him on. No, oh, I, I want to hear good things too. Um, it's been a long time since we've gotten an email, and I'm starting to feel like I'm only talking to the three of you. So, um, yeah. just just if nothing well, else, really, there just just two of us because you know well, Andrew one falls of us asleep. is usually distracted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either <laughs> actually between the between corny and Andrew, it's usually just one combined. You know, it, whether it, whether Andrew is eating or corny is playing Black Ops too, you never know. So, yeah. um, not that not that any of those things ever happened during the show. Um, oh no, or right now actually. Um, that's why Sorry, though, that, though though Andrew does say he hates it when people talk with their mouth food. He when he does eat on the show, he always makes sure he mutes himself yeah, so that we don't. True. We don't hear Absolutely. him nom, 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 and over there. Yeah, so. it doesn't sound like he's eating sticks and, and small boulders for <laughs> <Yeah>. rocks. <laughs> what are you eating, nuts and bolts? What is that? <laughs> I love that episode. How much your mother's great. Um, God, I'm going to have to watch that whole series again. I just miss it. Um, you know what? It's funny, you. but that, that particular series, because of the ending, I can't watch the show anymore. Seriously. Oh, yeah. really? It comes yeah, on, I change oh, the channel. You. I, I get so frustrated because of the ending. I just, ignore the ending happened. I can't because I've seen it. Um, wow. So I'm going to ask you this, Sam. Are you a little depressed now that they have announced that season eight of uh, Game of Thrones will be its last? No, because it needs to end. It does need to end. And it I needs to end. Um, and the way that the books are happening and, and I, I, it's from watching season six it's finally, finally got momentum again yeah. in terms of getting towards the end of the story. So I, I'm excited. I think there's going to be a lot of amazing things happen in the next two seasons. And, I'm, and, and by that, you mean death. Lot oh, of lots death. of death. Lots of death. In fact, everyone's just going to die. Take or then... death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's been a little while. Something you guys need to watch if you haven't already. Oh, my God, like, Andrew. We watch Bone freaking, what's his name? All right. Bone no, no, Tomahawk. No, no, no. Okay. Just Actually, I wasn't going to talk about that, but we should watch that too. Um, <laughs> no, Stranger Things, the series yeah. on Netflix. It oh, is yeah. amazing. Um, Maybe we do that for a podcast because it's, was it 10 episodes? Eight. Eight. Like, what do you mean? Like, do an episode or do the whole thing? No, do the whole thing because I'm Ooh. planning on watching it here soon. That's, now that I'm back at work, I've got more time to watch that's, TV. That's kind of a big commitment. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, we'll we'll it talk is, about that because yeah, I had we'll actually because I kind of wanted to do that idea for the Daredevil Jessica Jones shows. Um, so maybe yeah. maybe we can do something like that. I don't know. Because um, yeah. that's right up our alley. Yeah, but the thing it's is, it's like like do I do I pull clips like from all of the episodes or just one or whatever? So there's a lot of logistics to talk about. We'll, we'll work about it. But in the meantime, we've got, uh, like I said, we just said we're doing Jurassic Park next week. Uh, some of all fears is coming up. Um, and somehow the adventures in babysitting is on the list. I'm not sure how that happened. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Hellboy. And then we've got our, um, we've got Halloween coming up pretty soon. So we want your recommendations for Halloween. Um, Absolutely. Amazon and and Netflix. <laughs> Let's look at look at it all. Right. So um, all of those will work. And didn't we mention tonight a movie that we should do for the Halloween? Pondamok. Um, Is that a horror movie? <laughs> no, but it's... Oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to do it, I promise. But Pretty we gruesome. We were literally just talking about a movie that we should do for Halloween. My gosh, I forgot. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this stupid episode just to... 
Um, I mean, great show. Anyway, <laughs> follow it. Leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, uh, leave a, go to our website, CheapSuitReviews.com, where you can see our funny big heads that Sam uh, did. Uh, like us on Facebook.com. And, and Chad's our obituary. Uh, yeah, ch- Facebook.com slash CheapSuitReviews. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at CheapSuitCast. I am at Flash Sean D. J. Allred at Suniji16. Sam <laughs> at Johnny Darko is corny and at A. Jemison is Andrew. Please, 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 for the love of God, send me an email so I will shut the hell up to CheapSuitReviews at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, 704-271-4290. Um, there you go. That's our show. Thank you for listening. I am super, super excited for uh, Jurassic Park, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So on behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening, and good day, afternoon, and night. Get too old for this podcast.